Mike Lawson lives in the Bay Area. Joe Batanz lives in Los Angeles. They've known each other for over one decade. Each week, they call one another to go head to head, sharing personal triumphs, sharing local news. Catching up with Mike and Joe starts now. Joe. Hello, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. So here we are. Hello. Hi. I just, I'm actually really livid right now. I just rode my bike to the public library uh, to get my public library card, and they're closed until 1 o'clock. It's Sunday morning, by the way, guys. They're closed until 1 o'clock. Yeah, all the libraries that I know on Sundays open really late. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, from my tutoring days, I know I use a lot of libraries, so I happen to know they open really late. Uh, what's going on with you? How are you? I'm doing well. Um, we only talk to one another now when we're recording. That's I know. It. I know. I know. It's really <laughs> sad. And it's not even – there used to be the days of like 10-minute like – pre-recording conversation and then we're like oh let's do this now it's like all right let's do this it's it feels okay. like sex between like an old married couple like uh yeah it's that sunday be, that time should for be sex. the tagline for catching up catching up with mike and joe it's like sex between an old married couple that's what it sounds like fighting and sex what's up with you uh so i have this friend her name is amy eldon Okay, and she kind of has an amazing story. All right, so about twenty years ago, she, her brother Dan, who uh, was a, a reporter for Reuters, and very hot, by the way, extremely hot, like a nine or ten on the hot scale. He was. Uh, they're both from South Africa originally. They, I think they're actually both from Africa. They're white though, but they're both from Africa. I don't think South Africa, and. Um, but, you know, by way of England and whatnot. And uh, Dan was a reporter for Reuters during the whole, like, Somalia drama. And one day, uh, a U.S. helicopter crashed in the village where he was taking photographs. And they came and woke him up. And they said, hey, Dan, um, you know, a, a helicopter crashed. So he grabbed his camera, went over there. And the villagers mistook him for an American. And they stoned him to death. Okay. Okay. He died. How how what year was this? Uh, I would say the early nineties. Okay, and it's an amazing story. And so after he died, Amy and his mother 
went to where he lived and they found these amazing like photo journals, but like journals, it's hard to explain, almost like a really cool and nice version, an artsy version of sort of like, um, what are the scrapbooks, but not crappy like scrapbooks, like actually really nice, well done, like photo journal scrapbooks. And basically at the end of the day, I think there were like 14 that they found scattered around the world were in the different places that he lived. And so since then, they have a foundation that tries to promote um, art and youth um, by, by spreading Dan Eldon's story. That's an amazing story. The reason I tell you this is um, a couple months ago... I've already uh, heard that story, by the way. From who? From you. Did you tell it on the show? No. I'm just telling you I've heard oh. it before. And so a couple of months ago... Uh, I was talking to Cameron on Skype. Remember Cameron? This is when he lived in Florida. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend walked in. He goes, oh, I want you to be my girlfriend, uh, Hadley. So I was like, okay, we're talking. And she's like a film major, but in Miami. But she's from like Ohio or something like that. And I go, uh, something along the lines of how does a film, like how does a, a girl from like Ohio land up in Miami studying film or documentaries or something. And she goes, oh, well, you know, you probably never heard of this guy, but I was really inspired by the story of this guy named Dan Eldon. Hmm. And I was like, what? What? I know his sister. I know his sister, right? Uh And she was like, what? And then, like, Hadley got really emotional. And I guess this Dan, I guess Dan has meant a lot to her. Okay. You know, like she wrote her college essay about Dan Eldon. Like, I told her, oh, I've, 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 I had to wear gloves, but I've touched the photo journals. You know, I've. I, she was like, Oh my god, oh my god, don't say this right now. I can't believe this is happening. So I think this is an amazing story, right? Okay. Okay, this is a couple months ago, and then all this drama happened with Cameron. Okay, do we need to talk about how on Friday I bumped into Amy Eldon, and I told her this story, and she was like, Oh. That was it? That was her reaction? Oh, wait. I thought you were going to say more. No, that was it. She was like, oh, how, how nice. And I was like, what? This is the most amazing story ever. And she was like... Wait, why is it the most amazing story? Somebody found like, inspiration in her brother's journals. That's like the story she hears every day. I guess you're right. But I guess I'm like... To me, like I'm a Dan... I guess to me, like Dan Eldon is like my own personal little story. Like, it's shocking to me, even though she has a foundation that promotes a story. I am like, what? Someone else knows this story? <laughs> and so, so this is weird. What were you expecting? Did you expect the sister, Amy, to be like, give give her my number? No, 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 no. But I expect her to be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. That's so weird. Oh, my gosh. No, she was just like. <laughs> oh. It was as if I told her, like, Amy, a Pantene is on sale at Vons. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, it's a story she hears often, I bet. I guess. I guess. I, do, I still do love me some Amy Eldon, though. Um, you know what's really creepy? I should find pictures of both of them. But she looks exactly. And I'm not saying, like, oh, she looks like. No, she looks like the twin sister of Adam Vaught's sister. Really? Yeah, like, like they look almost exactly alike. Thank huh. you. By the way, this is two people that you've never seen nor know. <laughs> okay, well, wait, hold on. Let's take, I'm going to edit this out of the show, but I'm going to find a picture of Adam Vaught's sister. 
during the show you're going to do this right well, now. Well, I'm going to edit it out. I'm, I haven't received anything from you right now. Uh-huh. Oh, there. Um, She's a blonde, I'm guessing? Yeah. They look alike. I mean, you have to see. Those are the best pictures I could find. But yes, they look. I know what each one looks like. They're shocking. Anyway. Do you want to finish the show? Or is there anything else you want to send that (laughs) will make uploading extra long and editing out extra long? Okay, I'm going to send you a movie. We have to download it first. (laughs) Uh, What's going on with you? Well, Joe, this happened to me, and I'm curious if you would have done the same thing that I did. I was biking, um, and when I was at this corner, they had a H&R block, like a tax service, right? They had a man on the corner spinning one of those, like, arrows with the H&R block logo. Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah. I never understand these. Th- Look, if it's one of those guys spinning something for, like, a Subway sandwich or, like, a new burger place or yogurt place, I get it. But I never get it when they have, like, those people doing that for, like, really important things in your life. Like, buying a house or taxes. Like, who's ever driving by and going, like, you know, babe, you know what's a good idea right now? Let's do our taxes. There's that, there's that woman dressed as a Statue of Liberty selling, spinning a sign. Let's go there. Do you think that, though, that the reward... Or the benefit for the company is not so immediate. People aren't like, let's go do our taxes right now. They're like, oh, yeah, there's an H&R block, H&R block right here, and I pass it every day. So now when I need to go to H&R Block, I know exactly where it's at. We should pay someone to do that for the show. Just stand, like, on a corner and just promote the show. With, um, like, our the web address or something? Yeah. Okay. Anybody interested, uh, send us a. Oh email. my god! Oh my god! I, I'm not even joking. I would pay fifty dollars to someone, but how would they prove that they did it? Video. Okay. Well, we can talk about the logistics, but anyway, I'm sitting on this corner, right, biking. I pull up to the corner. I see the guy. He kind of turns away from me because he was he he was facing me and then he turned away and as he turned away joe he just face planted straight into the ground head first into the cement <laughs> that's most people's reaction when they see you like the pride 48 in vegas they're so shocked they saw a celebrity like you that they like they turn around they fall down because they're it's, so like oh my god the mike lawson you're so stupid but this guy <laughs> he turned around and he face planted and i was like what the fuck so i jumped off my bike and i get close to him and he from the time it takes me for my bike to get to him, he's out. He's just face first, fa- like his face is right into the cement. When I get a little bit closer, he kind of like lifts up a little bit. And right as he lifts up, a like wave of blood comes out of his mouth and his oh nose. Oh my God. And his face is covered in blood. And I was like, hey, just sit right there. Sit right there. I'm going to call 911. You passed out. And... He's like confused and he's like touching his face and looking at the blood and he's like, What happened? And as this happened, I like I was getting Did close. you start dancing on the corner so the nine one one would know the paramedics would know where you were? <laughs> I wanted dancing to make- and spinning a sign, like right here and like do 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 and it's like dancing. <laughs> um well and just think of all those people that didn't get their taxes done during the oh, time I know. That he went down. Uh, so when when it, this happened, I'm like getting ready to call 911 and a woman pulls up uh, or pulls over because she saw it happen too. And she was like, there's an ambulance right here at the red light. So she like ran into the middle of the intersection to wave the ambulance over. So I didn't end up calling 911. 
I sat there for a couple minutes. Um, the ambulance driver got out of the car or the ambulance, and then he started talking to the people around. There was like a few pedestrians that stopped too. And he was like, did anybody see what happened? And so I said, like, he just like basically fell face first. And he's like, wouldn't it be great if you were like, he was spinning the sign for a tax man right here. And he goes, wait, a tax man. And then he's like walked off and went to go get his taxes done. (laughs) Uh, So the long story short, I basically um, talked to the, the paramedic, I told him, like, he wasn't, like, doing much. He just kind of fell and um, looked like he fainted. And then I left. He wasn't doing much. He was just doing the Roger Rabbit on the corner promoting this tax. He wasn't even doing that. His feet, like, weren't, <laughs> were barely moving. He was just doing the running man in uh, in this in this weather promoting H&R Block's tax service. He wasn't doing that much. Um, it was cool out. It wasn't hot. But my question is, like, do you leave? Do you stay? What did, what would you do? Do you care about his condition now? Like, do I, I care? Well, yeah. What was wrong with him? We know. No, I have no idea. Should I like? Should I figure out if he like recovered? I don't know. The woman who pulled over, she went into H and R Block to tell him what happened. Um. So I just left. Felt yeah, like everything I mean, was taken care of. Why did I have to sit and look at his blood? Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, um I, I mean, I think you did the right thing. You got him medical attention. I mean, I don't know how you would find out what happened to him. Yeah, I guess if I bike by again and he's out there, I could say something to him. Yeah, you should. Like, do you remember me? And be like, he's like, no, I actually don't. You're just like, and then you just mime falling down your face and blood coming down. Maybe you should do that. Maybe I should get my taxes done at H&R Block. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be the greatest promotion? They just do that once a day. <laughs> you know, like at Disneyland when the kid takes the sword out of the stone. Yeah. Yeah. What if it's like that? Like once a day, he just face plants. And he has like fake blood and everything. And there's like a fake ambulance there. He's like, oh, I'm just right here. Which just reminds me of a news story that's not in California, so I didn't do it. But did you, I think it was in New York. But about this, um, somebody had like a heart attack in front of, like literally in front of a fire station. So people ran to the firehouse. They're like, oh, my God, there's a man having a heart attack right now. And they're like, sorry, we can't do anything unless you call 911. And the man died. (gasps) What? Yeah. I haven't heard that story. That's horrible. Horrible. Um, What else is happening in L.A.? Or shit. What else is happening with you? In Los Angeles? I went with Richard uh, last night. He wanted to go check out a place for his brother's. Uh, rehearsal dinner. I guess Richard's in charge of picking a place for the rehearsal dinner. Which, uh, God. Oh, for those of you that don't know, I have a cousin named Richard. and He's a week younger than me and he's gay. And he is so picky, this Richard. Like, everything has to be so perfect. And so we went to this one Mexican place kind of where close to where the brother's going to get married. And it's one that I'd heard of. It's actually really highly regarded, you know? They're known for this duck taco that they have. This restaurant was so overrated. Let me just tell you. But that's not the point. It's not a restaurant review show. I will tell you what it is, though. There was a guy that worked there that was super cute. Ugh, (laughs) I was so in love with him. But here's the point of the story. So we go to the restaurant. We leave. Whatever. As we're leaving, 
right? Now, I want to know if this is a me weird thing, right? And it's kind of it's kind of crisp out yesterday. I don't know what the weather's like up there, but it's kind of crisp down here. Mm-hmm. By the way, people would be shooting. It was like. 50 degrees and i was like burr i know oh my god build a snowman so um it was kind of crisp out so the windows were rolled up and richard sneezes in his hand and keeps the windows rolled up and i'm like frantically trying to lower my window and he's like what are you doing and i'm like window won't roll down he's like oh the windows don't work just mine works and i'm like please roll down your window and he's like why and he goes, this is grossing me out that you like f- sneeze inside of a closed space, and then he la- he lowered his window and he laughed at me for being weird. Am I weird? Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird. I like I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you needed fresh air at that moment, but to be like frantic about it is kind of weird, Joe. I was like a rat in like a sinking ship. Like I was frantically climbing at the walls. And I was like, no, 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 let me out. Like, like I'm not even joking. Like, frantically trying to hit all the buttons. Um, yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, my my next story that I wanted to tell you has a little bit to do with germs. But um, the other day, our office, um, about four or five of us, went walk to lunch. But I brought my lunch that day. So we everyone was going to buy food. We were going to go back to the office and eat. So I was like, I'll go for the walk. And we have a dog at our office. So I'm like holding the dog when they go into the restaurant, which actually worked out well because there's a restaurant in Berkeley that I'm not allowed to go inside of anymore because I wrote a Why? negative I wrote a negative Yelp review. Have so? we already talked about this? No. Yeah, I wrote a yet negative Yelp review, and in it I said there's so many good places to eat in this city. I will never go to this place again. So why and can't then, you go there? And then when I was walking by, the owner recognized me and ran out to say something to me. So when I was outside, what did he say? She was like, well, tell me what happened. And I told her and she was like, you know, he's just not a nice person, but he doesn't mean bad. And I was like, I'm never going to go back. It's okay. And so then I left. So I like feel like I'm not I can't go back. For oh, so she ban you. No, I just feel like if I go back, it'll be she wins. Let me they tell you win. something. This is this is I'm glad you told this story because this is the kind of shit. This is a perfect story. Where people think this is something that I would do, which I would never do this. I would never do You would do never this. write a negative Yelp review? No, I wouldn't. But I would also wouldn't write a positive one. Even though there are a couple out there in my name, I really wouldn't write a positive one either. Can I tell you what happened? Like, I, I made – I got – the guy yells at us all the time. I swear to God, I think we've told this story, but – um, the guy yells all the time. He's like, just a very mean, unhappy person. He takes forever to cook food. The food's not even good. So I scoop. You have to scoop your own soup. So I did. After he yelled at my friend, by the way, I scooped my own soup. And then I was like, ah, I made. I kind of made a mess at the soup when I put the lid on it. And he exhales loudly. He looks at me. As he's looking at me, he grabs a rag and then he leaves the cash register. So I'm just standing at the register while he goes to clean up the soup. It was just really weird and annoying. So in the review, I just put that he yells and he's not a nice person. And there's so many places that serve mediocre food like this. Why would I go to the one that where the person yells at me? And then you get like like you're getting these entanglements with the owners walking by, and it's like no, I just walked by and she rec because I went there frequently. So she recognized me from my Yelp review, and she's oh, okay. like, "Hey, come, come here. I want to hear. I read your Yelp review. I want to know what happened." 
So I and told she's her. Been, she's been reasonable. No, totally. Re- she's actually really nice. When I would go in, she would remember what I liked to eat, what I didn't like to eat. She was she wasn't pleasant. But like, what if I have to deal with this man every time I go in? I don't want to go there. And who's this man? He. I don't know the relation. I don't really know if they're husband and wife or what. But he's always there. And you're saying the food wasn't even that good. No, the food was like it was kind of like diner food, but like you could get. The hamburgers are disgusting, but you could get like a grilled cheese sandwich or soup. That is good, but nothing. I mean, downtown Berkeley has a lot of like decent food for cheap. So like, I don't need to go there. So. Okay. So then what happened? So, okay. So the whole office is in this place. I'm sitting outside with the dog and then tell me what, if this is right or if I'm wrong that I'm upset by this, they order and it's taking a long time to get the food. And they're just all standing inside the restaurant together talking, waiting for their food to go. As I'm standing alone outside for like 40 minutes. This is the restaurant where you said you wouldn't go. Yeah. But I'm with the no, dog, but that's, too. I'm but with that's the your dog. choice. Everything with, you told me is your choice. It's not my choice. Standing with the dog alone for 40 minutes is not my choice. Oh, yeah, because they wouldn't let dogs in the restaurant. Right. So, like, they sh- and it's not even my dog. Like, come out and, like, talk to me. Wait, it's something. not your what? dog? No. The way it's... you act on this Facebook and Instagram, I thought you had a dog. <laughs> I just really love him. But he's <laughs> he's leaving in April, so that's going to be it. Uh, oh, where's he wait, going? I'm not, he's moving to Phoenix for like a year while his owner goes to medical school. But um, so I'm waiting there a long time. I haven't even got to the puncher, the gross part. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden there's a huge pit bull that's not on a leash comes walking towards me and i'm like oh fuck because i'm carrying i have this like small dog on a leash who doesn't know any better and wants to like jump on this pit bull's face and i'm like fucking hell and the pit bull sniffs all around us i'm nervous the owner is like walking behind him and is like crazy and then all of a sudden the owner's face kind of drops and he's like oh i'm so sorry man my dog just pissed on your leg what did he call you ma'am man Oh. And his dog peed on my leg. What do you do to that? I can't, I'm mad. But hey, like, look, in some parts of uh, the Bay Area, people pay good money for that. Wait, was that the end of the joke? That's the end of the joke. Oh. Ha. So I got pissed on by this dog, and I'm angry that I'm standing there waiting for my coworkers at this piece of shit restaurant I don't like. But, like... I don't know. I couldn't change my pants either. I had to wear dog piss pants all day. What day was this on? Um, I don't remember. Maybe Tuesday? I didn't want to tell you this. I got a voodoo doll <laughs> uh-huh. made of you. Okay. And on Tuesday, I think it was, that sounds right, like Tuesday, I uh, orchestrated this whole thing. How do you make a uh, dog pee on you with a voodoo doll? I peed on the voodoo do? doll. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it was just another bitch peeing on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it. I love that. I love this dog. So what did you land up doing? So you, okay, so I just they wore, come I wore, they wore dog piss all day. What could I do? I couldn't take my pants off. My boss is against that. But all, people be tripping on your dick all over the place. It'd be a hazard. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> so what else is happening with you? 
No, that's it. Look, I had a stretch to tell those two stories. It's really <laughs> I could tell ten percent stories. <laughs> like, I could the one tell story by was the like telling someone someone else knows another person, and another one that my cousin sneezed. <laughs> I had a shortage of personal stories this week. What's up in L.A.? Um, well, this is actually big news. Um, Congressman Henry Waxman uh, announced he is retiring. Uh, big news because he really is like this, like big, huge figure in Democratic politics. I mean, I'm not even joking. Like up there with Nancy Pelosi, he might even be like second behind her, right? When when you see him, like he is a talking head that you'll see on Meet the Press or yeah, all of huge. The, I mean, he's really well known and. Well liked, really, really right? well known. Well liked. Oh, loved. Yeah. So that's why I always thought it was funny that Marianne Williamson was running against him for Congress. Right? Uh-huh. So how fortuitous that now he's retiring. It's the universe coming together for him. It's the universe coming together for Marianne Williamson, even though, like, literally the day he announced he's retiring. Retiring, some very very big names uh, have thrown their hat into the ring. I mean, that's, that's a big seat to have, the West Side of Los Angeles. So they're not going to let it go down without a fight. Also, Marianne's running as an independent, so um, that it, she's not running as a Democrat, even though she is a Democrat. So that's going to be huge. But he'd been do- he'd been there for forty years since nineteen seventy four. He's finally retiring. And uh, you know that uh, Mercedes and I are hosting an event for Marianne in April. And um, so all this will come together. So now Marianne has a shot. There is the shot now that Marianne could be in the House of Representatives. Mike, what are your thoughts on that? That's interesting. I I think I'm more interested in the fact that he's leaving just because I didn't, I don't know, it was kind of a shock to me. I don't pay attention to L.A. politics really, but... Um, I don't know. He's he's a good guy that has done good things like the Clean Air Act and Safe Drinking Water, and yeah, um, he's done a lot of shit with like tobacco, anti-tobacco stuff too that I know about. That yeah, um, I don't know. I think that he's a good guy, and hopefully, whoever fills that spot is equally as awesome as he is. How awesome would it be if it was Marianne? Would you just shit yourself if it was Marianne? No, I, I know you hate her. I don't, I don't, this is, uh, this is one of those things, your cousin and I were talking about it. You have this cousin who's a week younger than you that happens to be gay, mm-hmm. who came on our show last week. If you missed the live episode of Catching Up with Catching Up, Catching Up, what's it called? We have Catching Up After Dark. Uh, so Catching Up After Dark last week, uh, Richard came on and we both said this is, he said this is one of the things that bothers him about you is like, if you don't act like you are in complete love with something then that means to joe that you absolutely hate it so i've never said that marianne williamson is my god i don't pray to her the way you do i don't think that she's the second messiah but that doesn't Who's mean the that first I think messiah she's a bad person uh isn't jesus oh i suppose i don't really know i don't pay attention to that stuff either but um so I'd be interested to see. I just hope that whoever fills a spot can do, you know, half as good as he did. So, all right, that's that. What's going on in the have, Bay Area? I have a story that's kind of Bay Area, kind of California. So San Francisco residents have been told to stop using so much water. Uh, the California drought 
um, is kind of affecting all of us. The month of January to date has been the driest. Oh, wait, January's done. So the month of January was the driest January in recorded history for San Francisco, which is crazy. Um, so the state is facing this severe dry spell, and they are telling San Francisco residents to cut back on water usage, um, and that includes businesses. So I don't know how that's all going to work, but uh, they're doing like voluntary water conservation. And I'm curious what your thoughts are because you live in California too. So there's mm-hmm. a drought all over California. But do you do anything like um, take shorter showers? I refuse or... to do this. I refuse to do this if it's yellow lit mellow. I refuse. That's gross. It's kind of gross. But if it depends. Like if it's my last pee for the night, I won't let it mellow. But if I'm like sitting here working... Where drinking coffee, where I'm going to pee once an hour for the next five hours, I might let it mellow for a little bit. Do you follow me? Like, if there's going to be repeated action. How many actions would you allow before you flush it? Like, four actions? Five? I don't think it has to do the number of actions. I think it has to do with the time between the first and last action. So, I will let it mellow for, like, four hours, sure, and then pee as much as I can there. But I'm not going to let it mellow for overnight or leave the house or anything like that i've taken no water conservation measures mind you i don't use a lot of water besides a shower well they said if you take a five minute shower instead of a 20 minute shower uh that'll help a lot each minute saves 2.5 gallons yeah but i really love to just like take a shower and then what i'll do is i'll like make like um i'll lie down in, in the, the shower. shower? Oh, yeah. And I'll make, like, um, sh- I call them shower angels. Shut up. And I'll just flap my my arms and, and legs. I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> Do you ever take baths? No. Good God, yeah. no. No. Well, I don't, I don't have a bathtub. Um, I have only a shower in my house. Uh, but I don't think that I would bathe often if I did have one. Well, you have to, like, clean that, too, really well. Well, also, I remember as a child reading a story uh, about a boy who goes to visit a Japanese family. And the the, 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 the little Japanese friend that he had was like, let's take a shower. Not together. Let's take a shower. <laughs> let's take a shower so that we can take a bath. Right? And the little boy was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And then so they took a shower and then they got in the bathtub, and it, he was the little boy was explaining like, well, why would you want to sit in dirty water, you know? Which ever since that story, it's all a bathtub makes me think that when if you go in a bathtub, not having bathed beforehand, that you're in dirty water. True. So like, that's one of the reasons. And but then I'm not gonna take a shower and then get in a bathtub. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be relaxing though. I'm I'm sure. Look. At the house in Malibu that I sometimes stay at, there is a bathtub that's almost the centerpiece of the house, basically. Like, everyone goes crazy over this bathtub. And every time uh, people would walk around the house, they'd be like, oh, my God, do you take a bath in this bathtub? And I was always like, no. And then one day, I was like, well, everyone keeps asking me, I'm going to take a bath in this bathtub, right? And I did, and I was in it for about 10 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing in this thing? I got out. Thank you. Oh, that's it. My personal stories are really good this week. They're <laughs> A-plus stories. <laughs> so far, somebody sneezed. 
two friends know each other, and uh, I took a bath. What else is uh, happening in L.A.? Any news story that might be more interesting than somebody sneezing? Listen to this. So, uh, on the way from Flagstaff to uh, Los Angeles, there was a truck carrying some food, and it caught on fire in San Bernardino. And 76,000 pounds of ribs burned. 76,000 pounds of beef ribs? Pork ribs? Yeah, beef ribs. Yeah. Okay. No, no, beef ribs. And uh, the firefighters who who responded to the fire said it smelled delicious. (laughs) Everyone said, I guess guess it smelled awesome for a long time around that fire. Okay. (laughs) So here are my thoughts to you. Here's my question to you. If you this was a very slow week news wise and personal stories wise. <laughs> um here's my question to you. Cause people were asking the firemen if they tasted the ribs, and they're like, no. Right? Would you taste ribs that had been burned in a fire? No, for many reasons. Oh yeah? The f- Name one. The, the you think of why the reason the fire started. There's like gasoline up in that. Up in that shit. What about oh what but what if the firemen were nice to you? What? <laughs> I'm making a joke about the the man with the soup who was mean to you. Oh, and then so the ribs also like it's not like they're cooking on a barbecue; they're like burning. Yeah, I think it would have been like a low smoke fire, like a smoke, nice smoky flavor. I think it also makes sense for a fireman not to respond to fires and eat the things that are on fire. I think who, I'm okay with that. Who are you, Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Do you like ribs? Yeah, of course. I actually prefer like a steak, but mm-hmm. what I kind don't... of steak do you like? I like all everything. Um, I don't know enough to say what I like actually. But I like a good ribeye. I'm not a fan of like eating off the bone. Even like chicken or anything like that. I don't really enjoy eating off the bone. That's I've I've had people I've heard people who say that and I always think they're crazy people. It's always a crazy person who says that. Like, I don't like to eat off the bone. Sorry, why don't you? Don't. Why don't you like to eat off the bone? What's wrong with it? Like, what? What, what does it bring up in you? It's a well. It's not. It. It's not something. And my. I believe my sister is this way. She like it reminds her that she's eating flesh. But it's not that for me. I don't like eating corn on the cob either. For the I was same gonna. Reason. Oh my god! I was gonna say. Oh, so what do you have a problem with corn on the cob? Okay, yeah. you know what? I'll give you. You're consistent. Yeah, I just don't okay. like the the. I don't just don't like doing that. I prefer cutting it up and putting it in my mouth and eating it, instead of like holding it and gnawing at it. And... You must give either the worst or best blowjobs ever. <laughs> um, I have. A I can't wait till Rod Kyle's on the show and I get to interview him. I have a story I want to tell you. What would Rod Kyle do if I asked him that? I don't. This makes me think that he's never going to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure of it. <laughs> I would be so respectful of RK. I know, I know. I know you're joking. Um, San Francisco, Joey, has, according to some people, a sea serpent. It's our very own Nessie in the San Francisco Bay. Um, according to this magazine called Mysterious Destinations Magazine, were you swimming in the bay? There's been a sea serpent swimming in the bay since at least the 1800s, and it's been spotted near Marina Green 
and there are some artist renderings of the serpent um who needs a name by the way and um the story basically is that there are a handful of people that have spotted the serpent uh i'm it's kind of interesting that none of them have had a a camera on them when it happened but <laughs> whatever yeah um so um it, it's actually the article brings up a good point that unlike the Loch Ness monster the serpent in the bay actually is a little more plausible because Loch Ness is a lake so the serpent in there would only have access to everything there whereas this serpent could just live in the bay during warm warm weather or something um so that's all i i really do think it's funny though i i I love hearing like bigfoot and ufos and all of this because i feel like don't you think uh, people capture when when a police officer like is eating a donut there are five people that have pictures of that on twitter like anything anything mundane that happens it's captured why are these things never captured well, that's it. You're hitting my point, which is, look, 100 years ago, 150 years yes. ago, I could see believing in this shit because you weren't there. We hadn't explored everything. We didn't have the technology we have today. Do you know what I'm saying? So I could see believing in this. Now? No. We would have found the Loch Ness Monster by now. We would have found uh, the Serpent by now. Or, like, you, somebody would have seen it. Yeah. I, well, people say that they've seen it, but I believe that their minds are helping them see something that they want to see. Well, also, there's that thing where there's a theory that, like, I think it's, like, sea lions. It's either sea lions or uh, otters or something like that, where they believe that those are what sailors saw and thought were mermaids. Because from, like, far away under the water, they kind of look like like that, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's something like maybe there's their minds playing tricks on them. Um. Yeah, so I I I don't believe in this shit. Yeah, and you're right. Like there are people that are camped out looking for the Loch Ness monster with like amazing cameras, and they have nothing. So, do you believe in ghosts and whatnot? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Does anything ever creep you out? Yeah, like, like the what? Ho- like- the homeless guy masturbating outside the library in Berkeley. What? Yeah, like when homeless people are like pleasuring themselves it creeps me out was he hot no um my cousin richard lives in the back house of a lot okay and there's a big front house like the main house and an old japanese woman used to live there she's still alive but her kids have taken her away to, to live with one of them or a nursing home or who knows right so to prevent any sort of burglaries, there are lights that um, automatically go on and off in the house. Okay. Which is fine, whatever. Like on a timer? On a timer, yeah. So yesterday I was dropping Richard back off at his house after our little adventure. And um, as I pulled up next to his house, I got out of the car. The I guess her bedroom is in the back of the house, which is close to Richard's house. And there was the sound of a TV on. And then, like, that glow from a television. Yeah. Like, you could see that through the Venetian blinds. Okay. Like, the flicker of the television. You could just hear a TV going. Girl, that was so creepy. Why? 
Because it, it's just like a random TV on and there's nobody home. Well, maybe the TV is on the... No, no, no. It clearly is. But then you think like... Like Richard even told me like he wants to ask the, the children if that's on a timer, but he's afraid they'll say no. <laughs> right. So... Uh, yeah, you. I don't get scared, like, ghosts and all of that. I don't believe in any of it. I think that there's a lot of, like, weird coincidence that happens that kind of, like, might give me the chills, but I think it's all pretty much ex- explainable. Yes, I That's agree me. with you. Even though there's some stories that I sometimes read that scare me. Uh, yes, I agree. True stories be... scare me more than... Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to be so afraid of the... um. Unsolved Mysteries television show? Yes. Oh because my those God. are all real. Yeah. And there were a lot of like alien abductions on that and stuff too. Uh, no, you know what? Somebody told me once a few years ago, we were talking about this stuff. They're like, oh, don't even look up the Dyatlov Pass incident. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't even look up the Dyatlov Pass incident. And of course, I got home and looked it up and I was so scared. I couldn't sleep that night. Does it have to do with aliens? No. Well, some theories are, but I don't think so. Okay. I'm not even going to look it up. It's D-Y-A-T-L-O-V. <laughs> pass instant. Like P-A-S-S. Okay. I will not look it up. Um, it's so you, scary. What do you got going on next week? You can look it up on Wikipedia. Okay. I won't. What's going on next week? What do you got going on? Uh, my friend Melanie is having a birthday party. And I'm going to oh, really happy try. Birthday, I'm going to really try. She doesn't listen to the show. I'm going to really try. <laughs> <laughs> None of my friends listen to the show. Beth. Beth listens to the show. Um, but Beth is going to go to this party. I'm going to really try and go to this party, but I don't know how I'll be able to make it. Um, okay. I have. Uh, I signed up for a drawing class at Berkeley that starts on Tuesday that I'm really excited about. Uh, so I'm going to start doing that every Tuesday night after work. And then I also thought maybe now would be a good time to tell everybody uh, about our live shows, the Catching Up Live on Pride48.com. Yes. Mike and I had a long talk about this. Super long. <laughs> we we deci- really thought about this really hard. We decided that instead of doing a weekly uh, live episode where we don't have a lot of content, we're going to save it and do it the last Wednesday of every month instead. Right? So, yeah. So, bad news. Um, you will not hear a mini episode every week. Um, we still haven't yet decided yet what we're going to do with the Catching Up with Catching Up contest, but um, you're not going to be hearing a live show every week. Uh, the good news, uh, once a month, you're going to get a, a, a mini episode, a big mini episode. And um, when when we go live, it's easy, I think, for us to get a guest once a month. So we're going to have somebody join us in the Catching Up After Dark stuff every Wednesday, every shit, every last Wednesday of the month. 8.30 p.m. Pacific on Pride48.com. I will promote it. Now, the good news is now you get a longer episode of instant gratification. Yay. All right, Joey. Well, it's nice catching up with you. It was nice catching up with you, Mike. Go to hell, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. 
um, yeah, I mean, it, um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um,